Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. The wet pattern is here. We'll see showers and possibly some thunderstorms through the day today all the way through the week. And it's a chance to change Raleigh's skyline, but it's not not everyone is supporting the move. We are looking ahead at what's expected during a controversial vote today over Shaw University's rezoning proposal. And time is ticking down to find a submersible that disappeared in the North Atlantic Sea while touring wreckage of the Titanic. The U.S. Coast Guard explains what it is searching for, how much longer this vessel is able to continue running on its emergency oxygen. What a story, potentially at the bottom of the sea. We'll yeah. get to the bottom of it. I'm Jeff Hogan. And I'm Michelle McConaughey in for an HU. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we have a lot of news and weather to get to. We want to start with weather. Uh, meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner, we are beginning this pattern of this endless rain, it seems. Yeah, it's going to be with us at least through Friday. And it will likely continue to have some showers and maybe even a few thunderstorms over the weekend as well. But it's mainly going to be the next few days. You can see here's the big picture. We have a front that's down to the south. We have a low that's back to our west. And we have this rotation counterclockwise, pulling up all this moisture out of the Gulf of Mexico and off the Atlantic. So right now, things are fairly quiet across our viewing area. We're not seeing a lot of rain right now, but we have plenty more that is on the way as we get through uh, our day today. You can see some waves of rain coming through right there at 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Um, again, it's not going to rain all day, but it'll just be like it was yesterday, just kind of on and off and on and off. You can see at 3 o'clock, a fairly big band of rain there. And you can see the color contours there, too. The yellows and the orange not likely to have anything severe today, but there will be pockets where it's a little heavier and we may have some rumbles of thunder too. And that just continues all day and we'll copy and paste that to tomorrow too. Uh, watching Tropical Storm Brett that's out here in the middle of the Atlantic. This is a look at uh, the advisory from uh, late yesterday. We'll get another one coming up at uh, 5 o'clock this morning. It's moving to the west at 18 with winds at 40 miles per hour. So just barely hanging on to Tropical Storm strength right now. But it looks like by Thursday morning, it could could briefly become a hurricane and then as it moves into the Caribbean it looks like it weakens just a little bit so we'll be talking a lot a lot uh, about that of course over the coming days but right now it does not look like it will be a threat to the United States. Thanks Elizabeth we're following breaking news right now out of Johnston County where a crash has shut down lanes on I-95. WRL's Michael Grace is in the breaking news tracker right now and joins us live near that scene. Michael what's going on there what can you tell us? I actually just spoke with State Highway Patrol. They tell me that this box truck you see right behind me actually rear-ended a tractor trailer here on I-95 North right outside of Smithfield. And uh, the driver of that box truck was transported, minor injury, some dizziness, but it's causing some pretty big backups. I'm going to show you some of this damage here to this box truck. The good news is the wrecker just showed up. Let me brighten this up for you. The wrecker just showed up to tow out uh, this box truck, but take a look at that extensive damage. The entire left side of that box truck actually caved in, so luckily that driver didn't have more severe injuries. Again, they were taken to the hospital with some slight dizziness.
busyness, but a very large backup, the majority of this backup to other tractor trailers, a lot of people trying to get to make their loads on time, so you have to feel for them, but uh, State Highway Patrol says once this record uh, gets going, it should be uh, about another 10 to 15 minutes before everything is cleared up, so we're going to stay on scene. That's the tractor trailer over there. We're going to stay on scene here until this is all cleared up, and hopefully traffic gets moving before the next half hour. And the driver is okay there. Thanks, Michael. We are just hours away from a controversial vote that could change Raleigh skyline. We're talking about the ongoing battle regarding Shaw University's rezoning proposal. WRL's Laura Levine joins us live this morning to walk us through what we can expect from city council today. Laura, not everyone is supportive of this proposed plan. Not at all. It has been a big talker, Michelle, for months now. And this Shaw U redistrict, redistricting zone could be the future of what the campus looks like. You can see the signs here in front of the university right now talking about the possibilities. Today, the community will have another chance to speak up about the plans to build taller towers here. There's been some new conditions on the plan since the last public meeting on this topic. Shaw developers want to rezone 17 properties here with buildings up to 30 stories tall. They have recently agreed on conditions to limit some building heights to just five stories. They've also agreed to include affordable residential units for Shaw students within the first three new buildings constructed. So some Shaw alumni have been vocal against the plans, pushing for more transparency. That is our main objective, is to show us what's going to be on campus. When you say uh, 20, 30, 40-story buildings, then you're not telling us where are the students. The students are very, very important, you know, and also the historic buildings are very important. So the Planning Commission recommended approval for this project with only one person opposed. The Raleigh Historic Commission voted against it with only two people agreeing that it should be coming here to Shaw University. That meeting today begins at 1 o'clock. Laura Levine, WREL News, live in Raleigh. And the search continues this morning for an escaped inmate out of Orange County. Take a good look at your screen here. Officials say William Cooper was reported missing from Orange Correction Center. He's been on the run since yesterday morning. He's serving a three-year sentence for, a lar for larceny in Alamance County. Two kayakers are safe this morning after being rescued on the Noose River just hours ago. The WRL breaking news tracker was on the scene last night as crews worked to get the adults to safety. Raleigh and Nightdale Fire Departments responded. We're told the kayakers were on the water near the Noose River Bridge and Newburn Avenue and lost their paddles. Fortunately, no one was hurt, and crews say the rescue, once they got there, took about 15 minutes. Today, Governor Roy Cooper will meet with education leaders about a funding plan that would affect public schools across the state. Cooper said Republican lawmakers are backing proposals that would severely cut public school funding. The bills proposed would include more funding for vouchers for private schools. The discussion is happening this afternoon, 1 o'clock, Western Guilford Middle School in Greensboro. We now know a shooting that left a man dead in Wilson's Mills is linked to a home invasion. That's according to Johnston County investigators. They say the suspect made contact with James Keith's children and tried to break inside the home. It happened on Parker Street. As of this morning, deputies have not identified the suspect who was killed. So far, no charges have been filed. And a new space for young people could be coming to Durham. Today, the city council will discuss funding for a teen space in downtown. And the space, which would be designed by Audacity Labs, would provide entrepreneurship classes, test prep, 
tutoring and mentoring for teens. It would also be a place for social events. The proposal would allocate $1 million in American Rescue Plan funding for that space. There's great news for folks living in one of the fastest growing counties in North Carolina for the last decade. Your property taxes are going down in Johnston County. The decision was announced during a county board of commissioners meeting. Here's what it means for homeowners. The move cuts the property tax to 69 cents per $100 in property value. That's compared to the previous rate of 73 cents per $100 value. If your home is worth $300,000, you'd have about $120 a year in savings. This morning, homeowners in that area are grateful. I think it's a great thing. Um, with all the expansion that's going on with 70, 540 coming through here, they say that Johnston County is one of the, is going to be the fifth fastest growing county in North Carolina. So with more people moving to the area, that's a good thing. Despite the drop in property taxes, commissioners say education and public safety remain a priority. We now have new details about the alienation of affection lawsuit filed against North Carolina House Speaker Tim Moore. The 22-page lawsuit accuses Speaker Moore of having an affair with a married woman who works in state government. Moore told WREL the lawsuit is baseless. Apex resident Scott Lassiter once ran for a state house seat. He accuses Speaker Moore of using his position to entice Lassiter's wife, Jamie. This is a photo that Lassiter claims to show Moore and Jamie Lassiter leaving Sullivan Steakhouse in Raleigh after dinner. According to the lawsuit, Lassiter's wife said she was going to a movie with girlfriends that night. North Carolina is one of few states that allows a husband or wife to sue a person who had an affair with their spouse. Right now, we only get to see the plaintiff side of things. So the defendant will have an opportunity and will file an answer and counterclaim. And that was Lindsay Willis from Rosen Law Firm. She says depositions will be taken from Moore, Jamie Lassiter, and potentially third-party witnesses as well. WREL received a statement from Jamie Lassiter's attorney yesterday calling this an outrageous and defamatory suit. Coming up on 440 right now, this is like a movie straight out of Hollywood. A submersible disappears while on a tour to see wreckage of the Titanic. This morning, we are hearing from U.S. Coast Guard officials as they explain how they are expanding their search before it's too late. And we are digging into a new court order issued to former President Donald Trump regarding his classified document case. And we give you a live look right now outside downtown Raleigh here from our WRL live camera network. Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRL Severe Weather Center tracking another round of rain for us today. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 443 and we're going to be dealing with rain today. It's not going to rain all day long. And as a matter of fact, at the moment, it's fairly quiet. A couple of little spots there. Um, one down here in the Sand Hills, moving up to Harnett County. Just a little shower there and then a little bit more up near the Virginia line. We take a look at Goldsboro and it is dry right now. And we're looking at dry streets in a lot of places currently. But as we get through the morning and certainly through the day today, we're going to see more and more showers developing. It's a warm start like yesterday. 70 in Lewisburg, 71 in Tarboro, 71 in Irwin and in Goldsboro, 72 degrees right now. Your fitness forecast, you know, if you're getting out right now to exercise, not bad out there. Temperatures are on the comfortable side. It's muggy, certainly. But as we go through the day, we're going to see those scattered showers. Our high this afternoon, only in the upper 70s.
An urgent search and rescue mission continues this morning as crews trying to find a tourist submersible that disappeared while looking at wreckage of the Titanic. And time is ticking down for this because the vessel only has four days of emergency oxygen and it's been missing since Sunday. Officials say five people are on board. This is file video of a submersible like it. It is unclear if it's the same model that is missing right now in the North Atlantic off the coast of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. At the same time, uh, we launched a C-130 uh, aircraft to search, to conduct an aerial search, uh, both visual and radar of uh, the scene. We've subsequently uh, coordinated with uh, the Canadian uh, Coast Guard and Canadian Armed Forces to deploy additional assets uh, to the scene. Ocean Gate is the company that owns the missing vessel and the company released a statement and part of it says we're exploring and mobilizing all options to bring the crew back safely. Our entire focus is on the crew members in the submersible and their families. And Jeff here in the WRA Live Center. We are tracking this story very closely this morning, keeping an eye on anything that comes across our, uh, our news zoom. And within the last 10 minutes, the Associated Press posted a story about this search. The AP talked to one of the advisors of that company. That company, of course, is Ocean's Gate. They talked with a David Concanon. He said he was supposed to be on that dive, but unfortunately could not go. He says the company is right now working to get a remotely operated vehicle as well to that side because it's an incredibly difficult search because it's in such a remote section of the Atlantic. But of course, we continue to track this story here in the WRA Live Center. Certainly is a race against time. Thank you, Ken. Former President Donald Trump is not allowed to talk about evidence presented in the classified document case. That's according to a new court order from a federal judge. The judge was asked to prevent Trump from sharing details in the discovery phase of the trial. The judge prohibited sharing details with the public the media and online without court approval. It comes just one week after Trump pleaded not guilty to 37 felony counts. Prosecutors say he mishandled top secret documents after he left office and obstructed the investigation into the documents. Well, your tax dollars will be used to improve one of the busiest roads in Raleigh, and officials want your feedback on it. The DOT is planning a major upgrade to Capitol Boulevard between Raleigh and Wake Forest. You can stop by Living Word Family Church in Wake Forest tomorrow to give feedback and learn more about this project. A pre-hearing open house will begin at 4 p.m. and wrap up at 6. A formal hearing begins at 7 p.m. We're getting a new look at storm damage and tornadoes in Mississippi. This is video that shows a large funnel cloud in the distance taken in Moss Point on Monday afternoon. The storm that ripped through that area left widespread damage from downed trees to power lines and even homes were destroyed. The storm left nearly 50,000 or 5,000 people, I should say, without power. Now, some people in our area are waking up this morning to some storm damage. It comes as we prepare for another round of rain as well. The WRL storm tracker captured this Monday evening. You can see heavy rain pouring down across the viewing area. There was very low visibility at some points while on Highway 64 in Chatham County. The storm also hit Durham County. A large tree cam down or a large tree came down on a bus stop there on Leon Street and a similar situation on Medford Road near Coal Mill Road. So lots going on last night, 
It's a very active weather pattern for our week. Elizabeth Gardner and the WRS Severe Weather Center right now. We have a big low pressure system that's sitting on the other side of the mountains and it's just going to park itself there. I don't, I don't blame it. I would park myself in the mountains for a week if I could. Um, but it is continuing the same pattern where we have a flow coming out of the south. So we have a lot of moisture coming off the Gulf and the Atlantic bringing us rain all the way through Friday, maybe even into the weekend. But it does look like our chances will start to diminish there. We have a couple of places where the rain's a little heavier, but there's not a lot of coverage. If you're heading out the door right now, you're going to find a lot of dry spots out there. You can see back to the west, these heavier showers, that's mostly out of our viewing area, kind of moving up past Hillsboro. And then some light showers from Roxboro over toward Henderson and a little bit of light rain from Enfield over toward Rocky Mountain, too. When we head down to the south, you know, we got that little pocket that's coming out of Harnett County up towards Sanford. Other than that, it's pretty quiet out there. But we will continue to see waves. Here's that low that I was telling you about. Just kind of sit here, and we're going to see all that moisture coming up out of the Gulf and uh, off the Atlantic. A lot of thunderstorms down south along the coast of South Carolina and across parts of Georgia. We do have some thunder and lightning in the mountains right now as well. So we may have some pockets of uh, thunder too as we head through the day today, especially as we get into the afternoon. We get a little bit of daytime heating going. Not going to have a lot of daytime heating. Our highs will only be in the 70s for today. This is a look at Futurecast. We'll go ahead and zoom in here. You can see at lunchtime some scattered rain and definitely some of those darker color contours, those yellows and oranges where we we could see uh, some thunderstorms. Severe storms are not likely. We're not under any sort of risk for severe storms today. And our threat for flooding today is pretty minimal. But as we continue to have the rain falling, we'll add up those uh, rainfall totals day by day, and that chance of flooding will start to go up. And we'll go over that coming up just a little bit. Here's Wednesday. Looks like it will be a wet start tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., a little quieter potentially at lunchtime, and then more waves coming through during the afternoon. And again, we're just going to copy and paste that all the way through Friday. Here's how much rain we may end up seeing. Yesterday, it looked like we could have some pretty hefty totals. The uh, red color contours are up to four inches. So we're looking at anywhere from maybe two to three inches, maybe some isolated totals close to four inches. Around town today, much cooler, 79 in Raleigh, 77 Durham, 80 degrees in Fayetteville. And of course, our temperatures will stay cool for the next few days, well below normal, and then starting to climb a bit as we get into the weekend. Here's a look at our so tropical satellite way out here in the middle of the Atlantic. We have a couple of systems that we're watching. We have Tropical Storm Brett. This is the brand new advisory that just came in. It's moving west at 17 with winds at 40. So it's just barely holding on to tropical storm strength. And it does look like it will become a hurricane, but just for a short amount of time overnight, Wednesday night. And then moving into the Caribbean. Right now, it's on that southerly track, according to the Hurricane Center. So we'll continue to watch that. The next one in line has a 70% chance of developing in the next seven days. For us, we're looking cool and wet all the way through Friday. Notice the temperatures really bump up as we get into the weekend and our chance for thunderstorms start to go back down. All right, thanks, Elizabeth. A strange sighting captured on Jupiter. Take a look at this. We'll have what NASA believes this eerie green light is that's next. Welcome back. Weeks after Fort Bragg became Fort Liberty, signs directing people traveling don't reflect the change everywhere. Several state highways still have signs that give directions to Fort Bragg. Yeah, WREL Fayetteville reporter Gilbert Bay spoke with the state DOT to get an idea when they plan to change these signs. Welcome to Fort Liberty, the center of the universe. On June 2nd, Fort Bragg officially became Fort Liberty. Military leaders didn't waste any time spelling out the change around post. In fact, they hired a civilian contractor to replace the signs with new ones. 
That's not been the case for signs on state highways leading to Fort Liberty. Dozens are still directing motorists to Fort Bragg. There are about 75 sign locations that have to be updated. And about 30 of those are going to be new signs with new metal sheeting, probably even new posts. Andrew Barksdale is a spokesperson for the state DOT. He says the other 45 signs will have the words Fort Bragg replaced with a sticker, seal, or overlay that says Fort Liberty. He says that's good news that will save taxpayers some money. The bad news is it's still an expensive project. We are estimating $500,000. So we've ordered the the new signs, but... We're going to have to rely on a contractor to install a lot of them. So this sign is on Murchison Road. It's unclear if Fort Bragg will just be replaced with the words Fort Liberty or if the whole sign will have to come down. The state DOT is in the process of figuring that all out. In Fayetteville, Gilbert Bays, WRL News. It will be a process. Happening today, Durham Public Schools begins its efforts to keep kids fed while they're not in class for summer. Summer Foods Program offers free meals for qualified kids at any approved site in Durham. The library is hosting a kickoff event from noon to one at the Oxford Manor Rec Center. It's on Keystone Place. The county library's bookmobile will be there along with Summer Meals mascot Ray and much, much more. Students will be able to get meals through August 4th. Well, check out this eerie image of Jupiter captured by a NASA spacecraft. If you look closely, you can see a little green ghostly light coming from an area near the planet's north pole. You see that there? Scientists believe it's a lightning strike photographed inside of Jupiter's swirling vortex. The largest planet in our solar system is known for its massive storms. Unlike on Earth, where lightning comes from water clouds, Jupiter strikes come from clouds that are a mixture of ammonia and water. You can wow. hear the conspiracy theorists yeah. now, right? <laughs> it's a vote that could change the way Raleigh's skyline looks. Coming up next at 5, we take a look at what's expected from city council's meeting today as they make a decision on Shaw University's rezoning proposal. Plus, property taxes are decreasing for folks in one local community. What this means for homeowners and how much they'll be saving. And you're breaking, we're breaking down your rights when you're taking a flight. What you need to know if your trip gets delayed or canceled. is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.